Bonjour, hi, I'm Pascal Auclair. I hope this talk supports you in your practice. J'espère que cet enseignement vous sera aidant. If you'd like to support my teaching, you can use the donate button underneath my picture on Dharma Seed. Vous pouvez me soutenir en cliquant sur le bouton sous ma photo. Your support is greatly appreciated. Merci. Very delicate work of um, allowing the system to be a sensitive, awake to what's there, and seeing if we can uh, maintain that presence. non-demanding, non-judging. Intelligent uh, presence, caring presence. Often when we do that, we discover that there is a body sitting. Alive. Breathing. sensitive to sounds. Maybe that uh, attention, that presence is in some kind of um, inner field mood. can feel uh, quiet in there, sometimes uh, agitated, tender, neutral, charged. can feel maybe lovely in there. just discover human nature as it's happening.
simply aware of life happening now. Inner life, outer life, happening. Sometimes the mind, the heart, has a flexibility to it, pliability, responds easily. As we sit here, sometimes we can invite friendliness, benevolence, might already be there and we notice it or we might be able to invite it and see a little point the presence of a benevolence rise sometimes the mind doesn't have that flexibility There's, it can be flatness or hardness in there We invite uh, some kind of friendliness or tenderness or even joy. Sometimes it doesn't respond like this. It's not available. That's how it is. And sometimes it is available. It comes in and helps create space or it's like a fluid, sort of warming or cooling. So you can see if you want. What quality is there helping being there? The quietness, the tenderness.
quality is there, what quality could maybe be invited?
notice if there is still a presence to uh, the body sitting here and the heart, uh, mind, quality here now. So easily we can uh, depart, abandon reality, be fascinated by uh, thoughts, images, associations of mind. Not that they can't be in the meditation, but we want to allow them to be uh, known in an awake mind, not entranced by thoughts, but awake. might be helpful to stay conscious that there is a body here, hearing, breathing, and maybe images and thoughts are coming through, appearing and disappearing. What impact do they have on the heart? How are they known? Are we caught in them, lost in them, or awake to these uh, images, mirage, impressions? If uh, you want to, for the last uh, couple of minutes, if you want to, if your eyes are closed and you want to open them and uh, bring as part of your meditative awareness the, the fact that we're here in this room sitting together. So, there's us here this morning, this Sunday morning in this uh, temperature, in this light, with uh, these beings. Sometimes when we uh, open the eyes, there's a kind of a, we abandon ourselves and fall into the sights. And, and to me, anyway, it's an interesting exercise to uh, 
be there, like in a group right now, and be aware that there's a breathing happening, some sensitivity, not just what is seen, what is heard, but the sensitive uh, being that is there. Second day of uh, this diving and that uh, exploration. I don't know how you uh, how you feel about it. How you f- feel this morning about yesterday and and this. It's uh, it can be interesting how it changes. And uh, so, um, reporting a little bit from this location here. Uh, mm-hmm. Yesterday, I had this. Uh, I had a really lovely evening, actually. I was with um, a friend uh, who's who's a Buddhist monk in the Zen tradition and um, was really a a beautiful, really beautiful um, capacity to listen, a beautiful... Yes, it's. Uh, I've tried to describe how. So I'm talking to him about the the day here and what happened, uh, you know, f- f- from my point of view, what I experienced and things. And there's, uh, it's very touching even to say this. It felt like there was so much space, so much space for the experience to be that experience, you know, and uh, yeah, interested, spacious, and. Um, I could feel something between um, like care, compassion, and uh, some also some light lightness. It was a, a mixed, really interesting mix of depth, like uh, like seeing really wide and large and spacious and uh, steady. And uh, anyway, I, I thought he was really uh, well embodying. Um, uh, the, the beautiful skill that helped, and so I it couldn't. It really was uh, creating the conditions for me to um, uh, be vulnerable and to um, name, um, discover, you know, be able to name what uh, was happening. And I was telling him um, how um, For a long, for a long time, it seems like I was really aware of, um, often in social space, of um, being um, um, part of, a, you know, marginalized group of being a, a, a gay, gay, a gay man. And in the last few years, becoming more aware of the, of the, you know, the whiteness. Uh, the, the white um, culture, the white uh, conditionings, the white um, the way I m- might be s- um, preserving that uh, culture or or uh, uh, um, 
keeping it alive, maintaining, maintaining in an unconscious way, or um, this, and uh, much more aware of the so much more aware of the dominant uh, group um, uh, belonging that I have. I'm using a lot of language that I uh, got from uh, uh, co-teaching and receiving teachings from uh, Ruth uh, King. Um, and so aware of that, um, this cis, uh, gender um, conditioning, both the, 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 the privileges that come with it, but also the oppression, oppressive nature of that uh, binary um, kind of worldview of way to be and uh, um, yeah, and being aware of um, yeah, so how this was uh, at, at play uh, yesterday for me as we were uh, co-teaching you and I, uh, being on stage here, being in the group, being in the circle, um, decided to deciding to talk or not to talk. Uh, echoes after talking, um, um, you know, intention and impact, um, and all the you know fear that can come around this and uncertainty and uh, um, anyway. So I, I was describing some of that to. Um, uh, to my friend, and I really liked his, um, you know, the deep, deep patience that was uh, that was there. Like it seemed like I was benefiting from the all his uh, good qualities of uh, allowing the space space for uh, all these different things to be felt and uh, being explored. And. Um, Yeah, and it, it seemed like uh, I was um, yeah learning how to hold through looking at him, looking at me. You know, like his his way of being was in, instructional. It was a tra it actually it was transmission, tra transmitting. Um, you know, allowing discomfort to be there, allowing confusion, allowing uh, all this to to be there with a great great care and stability. Um, and um, yeah, so I um, so I'm bringing this here, not to I I think the uh, the intention I don't know the impact, but the intention is certainly not to talk about moi, you know, mm -hmm. which I could totally be obsessed with, like <laughs> a few of us. I know I'm not alone <laughs> in that world. Uh, but more as a, a way, a kind of um, spontaneous, intuitive way to talk about um, uh, the kind of field we also want to create here, and that uh, we've uh, partly created, although it's it's messy. Um, and. Um, so what I'm seeing in me and in the form that this takes um, with the um, amazing um, 
skills and um, heart and knowledge of uh, Kate, uh, how uh, I'm trying to, um, I'm, I'm, I felt like I'm, we're invited to do an inner, inner work of, uh, I think you used decolonizing uh, yesterday. Uh, uh, what's going on uh, inside, the inside, so internalized, it could be, uh, uh, you know, homophobia uh, in my case, um, how we're doing work inside and outside and together, it's, uh, it's not easy to do. I don't know how it feels for you in, in, your, uh, in your reality. Um, Please, Kate, if there's anything you want to jump in and that you want to share, uh, um, and or anyone, uh, any one of us here want to bring in something. Yes. Um, we were. The volunteers were having a conversation. We had some free time. We were finished setting up. We were talking about, it seems like this is maybe what you just said is not easy. And we were talking about why it's not easy. And sort of what we came up with was that it's always a negotiation. It's like constant. Like, and that as a species, we don't really like that. We want things to be like in neat little packages. This is how things are, and I can just kind of let that be what it is, and I can go do this other thing over here and just live my life. But to deal with, we were, we were specifically talking about a lot of nuances around like working with people of, of other, who are in other categories. Um, and so many little nuances around that. And that it's kind of a very insecure feeling to always be paying attention to every little nuance. But you were talking about that's what mindfulness is, in a way. Mindfulness is really maybe failing, but really trying to like pay attention to every little nuance. And I don't know, so we were talking about that that's just really difficult. That sort of counters, feels like it's counter our programming or something like that. Like to always be thinking, oh, is this dynamic that's happening between me and this other person? Is that because of that person's gender or my gender or the difference in our gender or the difference in our race or the difference in our sexuality? And to always be thinking that, always be having that is a very difficult kind of way to live in a way. It takes a lot of daily practice and that that's just difficult. I don't want to always be negotiating. I want to just be like, okay, this is how it is. So, uh, I don't know, that was just the beginning. Mm -hmm. So you feel something uh, similar what you described that we're feeling, you're feeling it personally, the, the discomfort you are. I think not knowing and not being secure is we always want to feel confident and secure, and to not feel that is difficult. Yeah. Uh, and so, 
And to be really trying to be aware of other people's realities and the dynamics between us is difficult. It's not a secure feeling. Yeah. It's an insecure feeling. It's like, I don't know, I'm now thinking of what Kate said, awkwardness not being a bad thing. Like, it's awkward. It's like yeah. constant awkwardness. Thank it's you. It's like living in this state. <laughs> awkwardness 100% of the time. Yeah. Almost as like the spiritual ideal. Somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And one specific way that uh, it might show up also is, um, as I, the way I experience it, is um, being part of a many dominant group. Uh, and I'm thinking now, again, as a white person, is um, I feel that I have, uh, it's a responsibility that I have to uh, lose the privilege to not have to think in some ways, you know, not have to be uncomfortable, you know, to come in space and just think, I'm welcome here, I can say what I want here, and, you know, I'm, of course, you know, it's, and to uh, lose that privilege, and then it becomes uncomfortable, but I feel uh, it's a responsibility to lose that privilege as a white person or a cis person, uh, and, uh, yeah. So I'm actually willing to enter that discomfort and it remains extremely uncomfortable. Um, um, yeah, so any, anything else from other points of view? Lupe, did you still have something? Did you st I saw your hand go up. Did you still have something or was that a, a flourish? No, no, I didn't Okay. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, giving him the, showing me, <laughs> okay. showing me the way. Yeah. Thank you. So the price of uh, confidence, the, the, the cost of it, huh? what's lost? Mm. Thank you. So maybe I'll just finish by uh, saying, um, so the way I understand the Buddhist practice, you know, some the essence of Buddhist practice is suffering and the end of suffering. And so uh, we work at uh, dismantling, you know, the suffering and causes of suffering in this system. So we pay attention to how to accompany oneself, how to abandon um, false ideas that have been uh, ingrained in us in so many ways. And so there's a, probably lifetimes of uh, detoxification to do in clarification. And, uh, and the tool we use is uh, careful attention. So things are revealed, and that's what we're doing here this weekend. And, um, 
uh, yeah, so suffering and the end of suffering and the tool being, uh, being extremely attentive, honest, caring, uh, being able to be uncomfortable, uh, all this um, sense I get in the practice. And I know you, you might have different ideas about this. We talked about this a bit, is that um, <laughs> I feel that the tool to dismantle uh, racism and transphobia and ableism and ageism and, uh, and uh, you know, all, all the other uh, isms and uh, kinds of uh, oppression there is, the, it seems to me like the same tools, like uh, attention, honesty, uh, a, a lot of curiosity, stability of mind to enter these uh, really difficult either conversation or exploration for oneself are the same. And uh, so I'm I'm uh, grateful that uh, we're uh, doing this uh, this weekend, and particularly in this uh, form that I find uh, extremely revealing in a, set, in a very, very different way. And um, so maybe I'll say that uh, today um, I want to continue having this really uh, strong awareness of um, uh, um, uh, of the dominant groups that I'm part of, not as a way to hate myself, or, but to see how this is impacting the space and particularly maybe one thing that I can name is that when I been in uh, LGBTQ groups uh, wide LGBTQ groups and um, uh, often I've heard um, maybe uh, queer people of color or trans people uh, saying how gay uh, white male can easily dominate, dominate the space mm. And so that's something that I want to be particularly uh, aware of. And uh, also wanted to name here, that's one of the dynamic that might be uh, uh, at play. So, um, et voilà. so, so if it uh, arises, I, I'd, uh, I'd be very uncomfortable that if it was named. Luc Pascal is an example, but I'm really willing <laughs> to be <laughs> made uncomfortable. Uh, so voila, thank you. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.